Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Now it's time to take a sports break. A look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends in sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your place for all things great in sports history. And we are going to talk about some great events in team history, some individual actions that really made us turn our heads and remember these great players and the jersey numbers they were wearing at the time. If they wore jerseys at that time, we have a few that are before the use of jersey numbers. And it's July 29th for this sports break. And the uniform numbers we'll be talking about, well, they are a plan. We have number 1, 39, 20, and 6, 52, 16, 43, jersey number 40, 27, 32, 3, 13, 7, and 25. How's that for a bunch of numbers? Well, here's some more numbers. July 29th, 1908 is our first entry. St. Louis Browns future baseball Hall of Famer pitcher Rube Waddell strikes out 16 Philadelphia Athletics in a 5-4 win against his previous team at Sportsman's Park 2 in St. Louis, Missouri. And on July 29th, 1911, the Boston Red Sox pitcher Joe Wood no-hits the St. Louis Browns 5-0 in that game. July 29th, 1915, Pittsburgh Pirates hitter Honus Wagner at the ripe old age of 41 hit a grand slam home run in a major league baseball game. The amazing Honus Wagner. July 29, 1921, during the City of Cleveland's 125th anniversary celebration, the great pitcher Cy Young, coming out at the age of 54 under the mound, pitched two full innings for the, uh, the great celebration of the city of Cleveland. July 29th, 1928, Cleveland Indians scored 17 in the first two innings to beat the Yankees by, get this, 24 to six was the score. Sounds like almost a football score. Well, it was at Dunfield, and they also set a record with 24 singles in that single game. Some amazing offense there by the Indians. July 29th, 1950, Pee Wee Reese, wearing Dodgers uniform number one, hit the 3,000th franchise home run of the Dodgers in that game in 1950. They were still in Brooklyn at that point. Now, July 29th, 1968, Cincinnati Reds' George Culver, number 39, no-hit the Phillies by the score of 6-1. to one. And on July 29, 1974, Major League Baseball St. Louis Cardinals base running demon Lou Brock, wearing number 20, stole his 700th career base in Major League Baseball. That is an amazing number there. In July 29, 1983, the legendary Steve Garvey, wearing number six. Remember that guy? He had, uh, you know, his forearms were like my thighs. You know, he had the, the old Popeye arms. Well, he ended his National League record of 1,207 consecutive games, ended this day, and he had a day off. 
uh, back there in 1983. In July 29, 1988, the Baltimore Orioles traded Mike Boddicker, who wore number 52, to the Red Sox for Brady Anderson, who wore number 16 that season, and pitcher Kurt Schilling, number 43. Who would know that Schilling would go on to really great things uh, with the Red Sox? In July 29, 1988, Rick Sutcliffe, wearing number 40, stole home plate, and he was the first pitcher since Pascual Perez, number 27, in the 1984 season to steal that home base. July 29, 1989, Major League Baseball, Philadelphia Phillies retired Steve Carlton, the great pitcher that we've talked about a lot this last week or so. They retired his number 32 jersey. It's hanging up there in honor in the Philadelphia offices and ballpark. On July 29, 1989, the Chicago White Sox traded Harold Baines, who wore 13 and number 3 with the Rangers that year, to the Texas Rangers for Scott Fletcher, who with the Sox wore number 7, and Sammy Sosa, who with the White Sox wore number 25 in the 1989 season. On July 29, 1990, Boston Red Sox, that team set a major league record with 12 doubles in that single game that they played on that day in 1990. And finally, July 29, 1996, the Major League Baseball Los Angeles Dodgers manager, Tommy Lasorda, retired from managing baseball. He had an overall record of 1,599 wins, 1,439 losses, the four National League pennants, and two World Series championships, the great Tommy Lasorda, the Dodger Blue. So that is our sports break for today. July 29th is our sports history. For more, you can go to sportshistorynetwork.com, jerseydispatch.com, and pigskindispatch.com, along with uh, all of our great podcasters on Sports History Network that uh, can just fill your minds with uh, all kinds of great sports events and stories. So hope you join them, sportshistorynetwork.com. Till tomorrow, everybody, have a great sports history day. Sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout. He's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? 
I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast. <laughs>